Hi, this is Evan Gwen Davis. I'm the voice of Jet in Voidless, and I'm also the director for season two. Very exciting. We're in the works of making it, I promise. You'll get to hear it sometime soon, hopefully. Um, I am not actually here to talk about Voidless, though. Right now, I am here to talk about a really cool audio drama called Chain of Being. Chain of Being is a mythic sci-fi audio drama that's set in a world of hyper-advanced technologies and ancient magics, and it's very, very cool. And the second season is getting made, currently, right now, and is being crowdfunded, and you can donate to help get it made. Isn't that neat? The showrunner and sound designer Kai has worked on shows like Ethics Town, Supersuits, Realms of Peril and Glory, really talented, really incredible, and they're hoping to make season two even cooler than season one, which had almost no budget. So if season two has a budget, imagine how cool that's going to be. There's going to be a more ambitious plot, a bigger cast, better sound design, and a more extensive score. Speaking of bigger cast, that includes me. Uh, so if you want to hear more of Jet, come listen to Chain of Being. I won't be playing Jet in it, but I'll be in it. Pretty cool. So... Uh, this is where we're going to need you guys' help to get season two made, which will be a thriller and full of abstract and experimental elements and exploring themes of state, neoliberalism, fascism, the importance of relationships in the world that keeps you isolated. We need money to get it made. So Chain of Being will need donations in the following link of seedandspark.com slash fun slash chain of being season two. That link will also be in the description for this episode. <laughs> uh, it will be incredible if you could donate any money at all, or even just spread the word around to get this incredible season made, because I really want to hear it, to be honest. So that would be great. You can also follow them on Twitter or Tumblr at Chain of Being. That's at Chain of Being, or one word for updates. Now, I hope you enjoy this episode of Chain of Being and you continue to enjoy all the rest of the incredible episodes that have been made and that will continue to be made. I've always loved ancient human texts. I find the written language to be so... beautiful. The spoken languages are hideous. All that splattering in hot air, wash, gulg, bubble, bleh. It pains me to use it now. But without it, you wouldn't be able to understand my words. The Malgaric stands up from his throne. Bright, harsh sunlight from the surrounding desert filters through the slats in the ceiling and onto the bound and gagged face of a human, beaten and bloody. The oval room is filled with thugs, dacoits and bandits who stand and watch, drinking and muttering inaudibly to each other. But written down... It's magical. I've always thought so. And one day I read this quote. This is many, many years ago, mind you. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. <laughs> I thought it must be fate, I mean, there it was. Shadow of Death, my name, right there in a text that was written long before humans even realized they weren't the center of the universe. <laughs> well, I'd be lying if I said it didn't make my light shine a little brighter. The human's face does not change. He stares at the Malgaric with a consistent, hateful expression. 
The Malgaric walks down the short set of carpeted stairs and crouches down in front of the human. The walls are lined with various trophies, Viatorian tapestries, human sculpture. Hass jewellery and various flags and cloaks ripped from council forces hang from the rafters and walls, all a messy display of wealth and power. Shadow of Death leans in, so the red lights of his body reflect on the skin of the human. A set of sharp blades hover below each ear. Now, human, I've been told that you... The Malgaric pushes a finger into the human shoulder, who winces in pain. ...are part of a group who are the direct descendants of some humans who stayed behind in their stellar system. Now, I don't know if you know, but out here, human artifacts are rarer than a white burstow. The Malgaric laughs to himself, but notices the human does not react. Ah, of course you wouldn't get that reference. <laughs> the Malgaric takes one of the blades from his ears and severs the gag that is tied around the human's mouth. Your name. I don't want to refer to you as just human. The human peers into the Malgaric's bright, wide eyes. My name is Hakan Apasianik. Well, Hakan. The way I see it, your little group of stubborn rebels probably have the best chance of having some of the more rare texts I covet so highly. So I ask this of you. Return to your people and tell them that the great shadow of death offers a trade. Ignore the council's claims of violent warlordism. We are more than peaceful to our partners. I want old earth texts. I offer much in return. I have amassed a great deal of wealth in my time. I am sure we can reach some sort of deal. Will you do this for me? I tell you, you metallic fuck, that the Anthronicians would rather be eradicated right down to the last soldier. Then work with any species other than human. You might as well slaughter me now. We will never let you get your filthy hands on. Shadow of Death draws an antique Malgaric sidearm and fires a centimeter-thick cone of an aluminium tungsten alloy into Hacken's forehead. An incredibly eccentric and expensive way to dispatch someone, but it made for a good story. And even better rumors. All you had to do was plant the seeds and soon enough there'd be myths and legends about you for years to come. Being a warlord took branding more than anything these days. Any half-cocked, jumped-up idiot with a rifle and a crew could stake a claim to some planet and shoot at potential visitors. It requires real finesse to be remembered for it. Shadow of Death presses a switch, and a hatch opens up beneath the still warm Hakan, who tumbles down the side of the mountain that the compound is built into. Shadow peers down as it slowly closes. He looks up to one of his lieutenants. Shouldn't there be more bodies down there? He says in Durian. We've, uh, we've been disposing of them, sir. His lieutenant, a Durian, says. Drop all of that, sir, shit. Sorry, sir. Sorry, a habit from the military. I don't care. Why have you been removing the bodies? The entrance to the compound is... Just around the corner, and the smell can get hard to stomach. Did I not watch you disembowel that 
Nimonian soldier the other day. Yeah, but I didn't have to live near the mess. Shadow of Death crosses his arms and erupts. Hmm. I'm sorry, we didn't mean to upset I'm you. I'm not upset. It's just, I had this trapdoor built and I'm annoyed that... Okay, so maybe I am upset. More at myself, really. I'm not normally this short-sighted. We could build a slide. Redirect the bodies further away. Uh, a slide? No, you're right. That's stupid. I didn't say that. Really? Could it work? No, it is stupid. I just didn't say that. Don't put words in my mouth. Yes, sorry. The warlord looks to a Viatorian dressed in animal skins with a large machine gun slung at her side. Savarik, take Valaneth and your forces. Find that human's camp. Eradicate it. If they won't play nice, we'll take what we want by force. The Durian and the Viatorian leave. Shadow of Death goes over to his throne and slumps down, his old body not moving as gracefully as it once did. He rests an elbow on the throne's armrest and watches his warriors file out of the room. He sits in a room full of trophies on a mountain that belongs to him, surrounded by scores of people who would die in his name and feels empty. He leans back and rests his head on a hand. Mm, This place needs a TV.